afternoon and welcome to episode 211 of the HHH Racing Podcast. I'm your proud host, Howard Kravitz. We are live here on Saturday afternoon to cover the last three graded stake races in New York. We just saw a thrilling finish in the Damozelle. We'll be talking about that race too, as the first race we'll be discussing today and talking about and analyzing is the Remsen Stakes. Please make sure you subscribe on the bottom right-hand side of the screen. Smash that notification bell so that you know when content will arrive and also hit that like button. All that will help us here at the HHH Racing Podcast tell people to join our wonderful family and check us out on YouTube. You can see on the bottom of the screen my name tag, at H Kravitz, where you can reach me through Twitter. And then the bottom of the screen, it just passed there on the scroll, hkravitzhorse at gmail.com is where you can find me through email. You can also listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Anchor. Also, you should check out the fantastic Power Picks. Uh, I do not have a description below the video player. I will get that out on our first uh, commercial break, but there's the information there. It's on Patreon. It's www.patreon.com backslash HHH Racing Podcast. We had several people just recently subscribed for today's Power Picks. Hopefully, they're going to be crushed out of the park. And also, we have a fantastic website uh, that you can find out more information about the pod, hhhracingpodcast.com. All right, let's bring on my – I have two fantastic uh, gentlemen that will be with me uh, today talking about the Remsen, the go for one, and then, of course, the Cigar Mile. First, let's bring in from the East Coast of Maryland, Mr. Pete Visco, and from right here in the Chicago area, Kyle Roscoe. Pete, Julia Shining, wow. Once again, climbing all over the place. I, it didn't look like she'd get the job done at all, but she found a way, man. This is a talented, goofy daughter right now of Malathar. Sorry, sister of Malathar. Yeah, that was a weird one. I mean, you didn't know at first if it was the if it was the slop causing problems or if it's just she's still really green and she doesn't really know what she's doing and she doesn't like to run until the end. But either way, she gets it done. I mean, it was a lot closer than I think when they first hit the stretch. It looked like she was going to roll by, but it was it was pretty tight. The other horses ran pretty well to stay with her, but it was an ex- it made for an exciting race for a race we thought could be a blowout. So at least it was a fun one to watch. Yeah, I'm, I'm watching the replay to the right of the screen again. If you are new here to the show for our live shows, um, due to um, contractual obligations and, and um, you know whatnot, we cannot show the races. We'll be talking about the races. Uh, there is sound in the background, guys. I don't know if that's you, Pete, or you, Kyle, but I can. There's like an echo with the background, so it might be you, Kyle. Um, I'm just watching the replay again, Pete. I don't know if you're watching Naira or you're watching uh, the race, the, the live feed there, but. Uh, I mean, she didn't really look like a winner until late in stretch. In fact, it looked like Kyle, mid-stretch, she was going to go by, but then she sort of veered in. And it was a Velasquez, I believe. Had to go left-handed. And uh, let's see if it's Velasquez, Pete. But uh, yeah, Kyle, she clearly doesn't like the kickback. It's something they're going to have to work out with her. Absolutely. Like you said, Goofy, me and you were watching it together. And, uh, yeah, as you can tell, this isn't my normal background i'm coming to you live right from the living room of the man himself right there in the upper left corner um but 
yeah, just goofy, really green, but um, just extremely talented. And there's, you know, you're not going to take anything away from that performance being, you know, that far wide. Pull it out. And yeah, Kyle, you just went on. There's a, you know what, Kyle, I'm going to, I'll tell you what, we'll leave you on for a little bit. I apologize for the tech issues. Kyle's actually, uh, not, he's not a Pete's place. He's actually at my place about two rooms over. I don't know why. Uh, the issues there, Kyle. We'll see if we can work that out. Like I said, worst case scenario, you might need to switch some things, but we'll go ahead and continue <laughs> on with the show here. Just have him um, come sit. Just have him come sit next to you, and you guys can cuddle up, and everybody can watch that. That would be nice. <laughs> well, I don't know what the cuddling up part, but I literally <laughs> could have him. The problem is my. You don't know Pete because you haven't been to my place yet, but the the little area that I have here, it's it's pretty tight. Yeah, um, it looks tight. Yeah, um, I sort of did that on purpose. Um, now I could move this. And that would create more room. But I'll tell you, we'll, we'll figure out. Yeah. Worst case scenario, we'll just have Kyle uh, sound only, Pete. Because the sound is fine. It's just the the, the video matching up. Um, all right. So, Pete, uh, we one to two there in the first leg. We'll, we'll try to show the race at some point also, ladies and gentlemen, because we want to show the replay of the Damozel. But the next race is the Remsen. Uh, we talked about this race. Let's see how many minutes to post here we got in the uh, – in the Remsen, it's probably a good. Uh, it's like seven or so. Oh, it's I only think. seven minutes. Yeah, wow. it's, it's quick. They're speeding things up today. Okay, well, let's get to the. Uh, let me show the uh, past performances here of the Remsen. Pete, I'm gonna have you go first. Of course, we analyze this these races on Thursday. We're gonna have another big favorite here, and this one is Tuskegee Airmen, who is right now even money. As I go ahead and bring up uh, the PPs <laughs> of Tuskegee Airmen. Pete, is this who you're going with on top? Yeah, if I recall, I think all four of us went with the two on the show on Thursday. I mean, I this bring it just, up. Let's yeah. bring it up. Oh, yeah, uh, you probably still have our you go. still have our picks, probably. Of course, right? there they are. Yeah, I mean, the, the, it looks like it looks like based on at least on paper that you know extra distance shouldn't be a problem. He's just run really well. I mean, in his first two, I mean, you could see it on paper. It's not. It doesn't take a genius to see that this horse just sort of blew away the first two fields uh, beat actually in, in his debut beat three next next out winners. So there was some quality in the debut then went in the Delaware stakes race. Um, I mean, I think there's also some speed in here. So this one looks like he likes to sit off. So I think there's enough speed in here for him to chase. So we're expecting a pretty big performance. And with Saez back in too, I know we, I know we all sort of like that as well. Maybe this one, he'll be more aggressive this time and keep this horse closer. Again, the only issue is, I mean, he's, he also, he ran on a good track. So he's one for one on an off track. I, I you know, like we never know the differences between off tracks though. So who knows yeah. if he'll take to the, the track today. Every track is different. Real quick. We've got uh, Katie, the war hero, E2 E2 Tank Engine 105 is here. Little Thomas uh, Thomas the Train. My son used to like that when he was a kid, when he was younger. Absolutely. Um, team Bitcoin, interesting. How many times we're going to say the word? I can't. I'm not going to say the word. How about that, Team Bitcoin? How about that? We uh, don't say uh, it the, the whole Breeders day. Cup classic winner. How many times? We, I don't think we'll say that horse really anytime, but I don't know. Uh, interesting that um, Penn State Scott has Tuskegee Airmen in a walk. Thanks for join the show oh matt miller is here uh he needs a pick in the next race for an ice cold double that double um julia shotting to Tuskegee airman was not paying a lot but that would not dissuade a matt miller from playing kyle i'm gonna bring you i'm gonna allow you to speak here i think you looked up that double didn't you or we can look it up ourselves 
Yeah, last race, I'll look up uh, what the probable was, but I had I had two to one at one point was that double. And let's see, going to probables, it was three to one is what it closed at for a dollar. Oh, wow. So uh, three, it listen, actually is not too bad. No. My guess, I'm going to guess, I'm going to just gonna, just me spitballing here, guys, that Matt Miller has it for more than $50. <laughs> That's just a guess. Hey, Matt, um, Matt, take, now, the, take the seven in the next race, Matt. Take the seven. You could cold double the two seven this race to the next one. Oh, there you go. Suggestion from Pete Visco. Kyle, uh, you obviously on the bottom of the screen, everyone, you see our picks. Kyle's also going with uh, Tuskegee Airmen. Do you want to talk about the seven a bit um, as we've got only a few minutes to post here? Um, uh, dub, sorry, uh, W, does it W Nell? I think it's W Nell. The interesting about this horse, do you see who finished third in that race, guys, in the last race? Do you know what that is? Certified, Certified Lover Boy. Isn't that one, of, isn't that one yours of yours? Truly has That's one of yours, horse. right? Yeah, and he actually uh, ran well last time um, off the turf. You think this horse can win, Kyle? Is this more just your straight cold punch exacta play? Yeah, I mean, like I said, the only reason why I'm – little bit of doubting is because we mentioned it on the show on Thursday that that replay was a little bit goofy of Tuskegee Airmen in his last race in that Delaware Stakes. So I would I'm gonna play it probably ice cold. Hopefully get a decent price with the four to one underneath. But um, yeah, I think if especially if Tuskegee Airmen runs his race, I think that he's gonna be tough to beat in here and hopefully. But you know, for pick five, hopefully we can kind of get a little bit of a price here. But I'm gonna play him underneath. I'm gonna play ice cold probably two seven here. Guys, we didn't talk a lot about the four Arctic Arrogance on the show on Thursday. And I looked really carefully this race. I'm using him as an A, guys. I've got him as the other A. And he's taking money. He is 5-2 to two Arctic Arrogance right now. This is Linda Rice Train, New York bred. Uh, ran very well. And we do have time. It says three minutes to post. As they, it looks like the horses just went out of the track. Guys, very quickly, I'll go right to the stretch run. What I like about this one, guys is battled the whole way. I'll bring it to about mid-stretch here. He's battling. He had to fight the whole way. And it looks like right here, guys, he might be in trouble. The one in this race is Arctic Aaron. See on the inside. I mean, right here, Pete, you're like, oh, boy, he's in trouble. But the other horse went a little bit wide. And I really like the way he fought here. And the jockey really didn't ask Pete until about right now. And then he just goes on with it. Yeah, he looked like he was he was in hand for for the trip he got, which is always good. And again, on the inside, it was a pretty big hole. But still, you like a horse that can travel on the inside when they're young. That's always impressive. And then, yeah, he sort of blew the doors off the field once he once he got through. I know we're I know we're getting close to post time. I just wanted to say real quick, I like the one in second for um, maybe get some speed on the rail and then gun runners at 30 percent on uh, wet dirt tracks. So take a shot and you're getting them right now. It looks like nine to one. What are you seeing? I'm seeing either 11 or nine. It depends which uh, one I'm in. 11. Oh, it's, it's 11, 11 now. Okay. That's Il Miracolo, who I have absolutely nowhere. If this horse wins, I'm going to be in a lot of trouble. I wouldn't mind him second. The one thing interesting about this horse, Pete, as you mentioned, and I hope everyone is paying attention if you're a DRF player, especially uh, to the time form. Uh, sorry, not to the time form, to the to the uh, numbers here at the top right. But you see this number here, this Tomlinson, Pete. Yeah. 474. That's ridiculous. For wet. I'm not sure I've ever seen a Tomlinson that high in any category. And if you have no idea what that means, folks, what that means, this horse is really bred well for a wet surface. Now, Pete, you never know how it's going to turn out. 
Uh, but that's what it looks right now. Well, he also he also has three for four in second. So if you're looking for something cold, <laughs> this one seems to like to run second. But yeah, that is that is an amazing number. It usually doesn't get that high. And I don't know if you want to click real quick on Gunrunner Howard, but it's not a it's not a small sample size either. His his wet dirt. I think it was seventy something. 79, 79 races, 24. I mean, and then, yeah. you know, he's hitting the board. So right here. Yeah. If you're looking for a price underneath Tuskegee Airmen, if yeah. you really think he has, you know, not much of a shot to lose and you want to just look for something cold then you know, take a shot. Yeah. It's, it's a good point. You know, as there, I'm going to go and bring us on full screen now. Um, I think Kyle, Kyle, do you, you think you got something situated a little differently? Uh, okay. So Kyle, you're going to go sound only for right now. Uh, okay, now we can't hear Kyle at all. Okay, oh, all right, <laughs> Kyle's going to come back. He's got some issues here. Um, Pete, what do you think Tuskegee Airmen last time was on the inside? Uh, we saw it was like a bit goofy and got in a little trouble. Do you think they might, um, Louis size be a little more tactical today and try to have less kickback? Do you think he'll try to get him to the outside? I mean, it looks like the horse can handle the inside. Um I don't know. The inside doesn't seem to be the place to be, though, necessary today at Aqueduct either, Pete. We should have mentioned that. Yeah, and I actually, I hadn't been watching. I wasn't home until the last race was the first race I saw, so I wasn't sure how it was playing. But again, even if even if it's not, even if the rail is playing well, you don't know how a young horse is going to take to no. getting this sloppy. I mean, you're going to get even worse kickback in sloppy conditions like this. So I think all of them are in for, I don't, I don't assume any of them has run on a real, I didn't look, I apologize. I don't know if any of them, a couple of them have run on sloppy tracks, so at least some of them may have some yeah. experience with that, but that's different than running on a fast track and taking dirt. So again, with young horses, you just never know how they're going to react. So it's almost like you're watching them for the first time in some cases. No question. Again, if you're new to our live shows, we're not going to be showing the race on video. And there, we know there's about a four or five second delay, Pete. So again, yeah. what we recommend everyone at home is have the race on TV um, with the sound down. And then you can hear us talking through the race because I'm, I'm not going to race call as much as I have in the past, Pete, because people can see the horses and my race calling needs a little practice anyway, or <laughs> needs some, uh, revising, but we'll just talk more through the race. Everyone we're, we're assuming is watching the race. I have them going into the gate uh, about going to the gate, Pete, is I'm going to go ahead and uh, pull this thing up on the side here. Yeah. Uh, we got I see a little... the two horse going in. I'm on, I'm watching on TVG on, on the okay, website. So you're ahead of me, actually. Do you, um, well, I could actually watch it on TVG. TVG is usually because I stream my right, TV, I'll, I'll so I'm usually a little TV. behind. Yeah, I'm usually I'll a little watch behind. I, the as four well. is going in right now with me on TVG. Yeah, me too. So Perfect. I think we're in the right, same so spot. Well, yep. I'll watch the TVG feed. They're going into the gate for the grade two. Remsen is for two year olds going a mile and eight. The big favorite, Tuskegee Airmen, John Service, and Louis Saez at seven to five, Pete. With the two, excuse me, the four Arctic Airsmen saying a lot of money, two to one, and Dubnihal, uh, I don't know how to pronounce that name, is four to one <laughs> and a seven. They're about to break from the gate for the grade two Remsen. I'm guessing, as the seven's about to go in, I'm guessing Arctic Arrogance is going to show a lot of speed here, Pete, would be my guess. I would think so. But there's also, I mean, I think the one, depending on now it breaks from the rail, could go. With, I think there's a couple of different options speed-wise, but let's see. And it... they're off the oh, one. Not, not the one. <laughs> not break well at all. Their Arctic arrogance is absolutely 
being sent. The seven is going to get a very nice trip. And Tuskegee Airmen's fine, taking a lot of dirt peep, but on the inside in a comfortable spot, I would say. Yeah, and actually doesn't look. Yeah, I mean, I guess we'll see because it could be some traffic from that spot depending on what the three does. Hopefully the three doesn't back up. Well, everybody's everybody's a little ranked. I mean, the three just reared its head a little bit. The two, actually the two's got a got a spot. Yeah, Moscano just, t- just took a hold. It doesn't look that fast. Kyle, I'm actually going to bring you on. Uh, actually, I'm not going to bring you on, Kyle. Sorry. Uh, change that. So uh, 24 and one. First quarter, the seven with Ortiz and Gargan, uh, uh, W. Howell is getting a very nice trip. Tuskegee Airman Saez is in a good spot, um, taking a lot of mud, though. So we'll see how that works out. Yeah. Um, Arctic Arrogance with Lascano, the number four, now extends it out to about a length as they look like they're going comfortable. 48 seconds is, is a legitimate pace. That's good pace. As they're around the far turn. And Tuskegee Airman is now being asked by Saez, but not really making up. A lot of ground right now. As of right now, it's looks like the four or the seven. Yeah. I think Sai is going to try it to the outside if he can. He just left hand whipped him, Pete. That seven also, this the seven won the last race. It was an off the turf in the slop. So maybe the seven sort of likes this condition. So let's see they what happens. They hit the top here. of the stretch and and Arctic Arrogance Lascano just looked back. WL is right on his flank. Tuskegee Airman is absolutely not gonna get there. It's head and head. What a race down the stretch. Arctic Arrogance inside. W Hell outside. Nice. He's got w Hell gets a little length in front, nose in front, and is going to win the grade to Remsen, the number seven. WL wins the race. I pr- apologize if the pronunciation is wrong. What a great ride, I thought, Pete, by Jose Ortiz to put this horse right outside of Arctic Arrogance. Tuskegee Airmen just never fired in the stretch at all, Pete. No, not at all. And again, you just don't know if it was the the track condition, if it was the kickback, if it was, you know, they went at a decent clip up front. Who knows what the who knows what the issue is? But yeah, he didn't fire at all. The seven horse. The only thing with this seven is now you're gonna have two straight races in the slop where it ran really well. Do you know if if it was the slop that brought that that pushed this horse forward, or if it was you know, or if he's just a pretty talented horse, I'm at a good magic. He's a $400,000 horse. So it's not like yeah. he's not quality. So that's a, that'll be an interesting one though, depending on whatever's next, because who knows, or if you see a race that comes up in the future in the slop, then you have to move this one forward. I, I got a little text from uh, Matthew Terror, the magic partner of Delphi racing just now who owns, of course, uh, with, I have a smaller, small piece of a certified lover boy that, that, that raises his form. Um, so I don't know, maybe that came, that's a live yeah. race that, that certified lover boy ran in. Um, let's come and try to bring you on here. Let's see what happens. We'll, we'll bring on Kyle here right now. I, I think things are set here. Uh, Kyle, uh, what was your impressions of that race? Tuskegee Airman was at a good spot. Took a lot of dirt, uh, a lot of mud, just didn't fire in the stretch. Yeah, I mean, and it all comes down to what we were talking about is that last replay. I'm I'm assuming I'm pretty behind. Sorry, I'm trying to work out some tech issues here. But, um, you know, like I said, it just the last race looked goofy to me. And I I thought the seven was viable. I mean, I came I came seven four, but, you know, there's not a whole lot you can do at a short price. I'll take the extra price in the pick five and we'll move on. 
Uh, selfishly, that's not great for me. This was a C, Pete. I had, on my own personal pick four, I had, of course, this happened this way. I had two fours A's, and I had seven C. I just, I'm not a big fan of off-the-turf races, but, you know, sometimes these turfy meant horses can run better in the slop. I'm not saying the seven is a turf horse, but if the race was run on dirt, who knows what would it, we, we don't know. Um, I don't know where you go to ski airman. I mean, he's won a, uh, he's won a stake. I, I don't think distance was the issue. I, I guess maybe it was all the kickback Pete, but I mean, I, I don't know. We don't know. Yeah. It's hard to know. That's, that's unfortunately the problem. So yeah, that that's almost a wait and see. We have to see next time out if he gets a, if he gets a fast track, then we see if he runs back to form. If not, I mean, he was at, parks in Delaware and not to take anything against those tracks. Maybe he didn't run again. I mean, he beat three next out winners in debut, like we said, but he, maybe he just didn't beat the highest of quality. You just yeah. don't know. It's hard to tell with two-year-olds because you just sort of have to wait and see the next time out, especially when they're running on a, on a sloppy track like this. Um, it looked like Matt actually had the four. Sorry, Matt. Um, I'm guessing that means Matt had the four. So uh, that, that's a tough beat for Matt Miller, for sure. Um, let's see. We have uh, Gail Rice uh, from Katie is the mother-in-law to Jose. Interesting. So there's a little, little family uh, rivalry going on there between the uh, four and the seven. Um, this is going to make the pick five definitely a lot bigger. I mean, four to one is not that big, Pete, but it is third choice. So this will spice up the pick five just a bit for people that use the seven. Yeah. I mean, you needed to get out of Julia shining Tuskegee airmen or Zandon. You needed to get one of those three out for any sort of payout. So just getting one of those out and especially this one, I mean, it went off even money. So it definitely got bet, got, got bet pretty hard. And like you said, the four took a ton of money. So yeah, I think this is what you're looking for. I mean, you don't need, double digit win horses to, to make a pick five blow up. You just need to beat a couple of favorites. Really. I decided to be very aggressive today with my pick five play and I pressed up quite a bit. Um, so that didn't, my press ups are, are gone. So that didn't work out great for me. Um, I'm okay with that. I'm, I'm four by one by one Pete in the pick five. I'm relatively deep in the next race. Then I've got Zandon and the five horse who I liked on the end, especially with the three scratching in the last race, the Rudy Rodriguez horse, that major spin, I believe is the name of the horse, the one that Paul and I liked. So yeah. um, I'm not going to have a pick five that's going to pay uh, great. Um, but again, if people use the seven, that's definitely going to spice things up. Now, well, here, well, I was just going to say, sorry, one thing that the two horses who ran one, two were the ones that won over just for the record, one, one over Arctic arrogance, one over a muddy track and, uh, Doobie, Yonel, however we're going to pronounce it, one over a sloppy track. So just for just for handicapping sake, sometimes you may, like we did Thursday, I think all of us handicapped with a fast track in mind. Whereas yeah. maybe if we knew it was going to be sloppy like this, the seven or the four might have moved up in, in our eyes. Yeah, no, no doubt about it. Um, I'm going to, Pete, as we're talking, I'm going to try to pull up the, uh, while we have a little bit of time, I'd like to pull up the demoiselle, if I can here, as I do that, Pete, as I pull that up, um, and I, ha I actually can't show it to you. Why don't you talk a little bit of your opinions uh, of the go for one in general, as I try to pull up the replay of the demoiselle, we just show that real quick. Let me go ahead and switch the screens here off of race seven and go to race eight. There they are on the bottom of the screen. The, the five is out of this go for one 
race coming up here, which was a horse coming yeah. in, I think, from the West Coast for Peter Ur and who, uh, Sharapova, I believe, who I didn't think yeah. was impossible. Takes a little bit of speed out of the race, perhaps. Uh, Pete, what's your overall opinions here of the go for one coming up here in race eight? Well, I think mine was the same as all of us on when we talked about this race on Thursday, where this was the one sort of big spread race in the sequence where, and I actually, I was just looking at the odds before I wanted to talk and the 10 bank sting is taking a lot of money, which this looked like, and maybe it'll go, maybe that was just early money and it's going to float back up. But this looked like one where, even if you're not getting a huge priced horse, everybody's going to be relatively even. So I don't think like even in the horizontals, I don't think all the money will flow into one or two horses. It's pretty balanced. I mean, I, there is some speed, there's closers. We talked about, I think the, you know, the, the 10 is a good horse. I like the seven. You like the eight. I think, I think we were all over the board in this one. We like the three a little bit. So this was one where I think you can take a shot if you, you're not going to have a big favorite. So it's not going to be one of the, the chalkier ones in the sequence. But I do think it's pretty wide open. I, I think so. Um, we'll, we'll show the replay another time, Pete. I was looking for okay. something that didn't quite work out. Let's go to the go for one PPs. Now, I have a pretty strong opinion in this race. And I also am going to play a trifecta in this race, Pete. And here's my overarching thought you see it on the bottom of the screen i'm going eight three four i don't have a real strong opinion on top i have betsy blue on top who uh let me refresh here i believe i saw somewhere actually i don't think they've turned it over i think that's why oh yeah they have i see nine to two there we go it just turned over on the screen i believe uh yeah, this nine horse to is two. nine to two um here's my general opinion pete and i like to get your opinion on this because i want to bring it up on the screen here too uh, my general opinion here is there's a lot of speed in the race. Now, we all know it might not work out. We've been through this a zillion times. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to show my play uh, in this race. I'm sorry. Did you, did you want to bring that up? Uh, no, I was just showing it because I thought that was an interesting thing. I don't think play. we got it. Last read race. that for people that might be listening later on? Yeah, Jim Pilars. He, he mentioned that it was interesting that, that Danny Gargan stated that Dubinell – won his debut on the or won on the slop last time despite hating the track so he downgraded the horse to a b due to that statement um Yikes. but he still has some stuff going on in the pick five but again sometimes trainer speak is tough to you know you know you want to listen to them because you maybe get some tips but then other times you're like ah, i don't want it to sway me off a horse i might like yeah. just because they say something unless it's really really pronounced one way or the other but sorry yeah. go ahead howard you were, Kyle, you were saying about you your me. i'm uh, Kyle, uh, I'm going to go ahead and try to bring on Kyle and see if the sound is okay. Uh, Kyle, can you hear us? I can, yes. Can you hear me? Yes, we can. We'll just leave you with the sound here, Kyle. Uh, we're, we're just bringing up the uh, go for okay. one. Guys, here's my opinion of the race. I think there's a lot of speed. Let me go full screen here. Okay? I'm going to go full screen. Um, love in the air has to go. Right, guys? Has to yep. go. I mean, I don't see any other way for it. And it's Paco. Mm -hmm. Okay. Exotic West is a closer. I'm going to talk about her in just a minute. Battle Bling absolutely wants to be maybe not on the lead, but certainly close, 90 early time form. WW Fitzy, who, by the way, is 23 to 1 right now, Pete, which I think is absolutely ridiculous. The Illinois bred, she's fast. She can be up close somewhere, you would think. Um, Self isolation, 101 early time form, prefers to be on the lead. David Jacobson, Jose Ortiz, an aggressive guy. Dr. B. 
has a 111 early time form. You might think they tr might try to rate with IRAD. My guess is because of the track, Pete, they're going to be moving forward more so than we think. I'm just well, actually, guessing. And, and, and I know Kyle and I both like that horse. And on Thursday, yeah. we both said we like this horse because it does have early speed, but isn't a need to lead type. So it won't probably won't get mixed up in whatever, if there's a, a sort of a speed duel up top and you have Irad who likes to, you know, sit off a bit and come from off the pace. I'm hoping that this horse can yeah. be tactical because it was my top choice. Yeah. She's going to be tactical for sure. Then you got Betsy blue who, who can sit off and her best races are actually coming from behind. Right. Yeah. Um, flight to Shanghai. I don't think has a chance to win, but there are a lot of ones in the PP as although there's blue numbers, Pete, but Franco is pretty aggressive too. I think she's going to be up close. Banksting, you know, will probably be in more of a stalking position, but won't be like a deep closer. And then you have the 11 tonal vision for 10 strike racing, by the way, Marshall Graham. Would I be shocked if this horse finds a way to win money? Not at all, at least in my opinion, even though she looks a lot slower. Here's my thought, guys. I'm going to go ahead and bring us all on screen, including Kyle with the sound. This is a play I put out on the Power Picks. And if you're not familiar with the Power Picks, we give out spot plays, price plays, ABC grids, etc. I don't usually show my uh, spot plays on the podcast because, of course, we'd like people to subscribe to the Power Picks. But here's what I'm going to do, for better or worse. I'm going to show it, and this is either going to work out great, Pete and Kyle, or I'm going to look like a fool in about 18 minutes from now, but but that's okay. I'm willing to take my chances. Here's what I'm going to do, guys, and this is straight from the power picks. And I know a lot of you, uh, if you're watching this later, you'll be able to see it, but if you're going to be listening to this, you don't know what's on the screen. Right now um, on the screen, um, let me go a little bit lower here. There we go. Right now on the screen is uh, what I think my play in this race, the go for one, and my overall opinion. This is my price. This is my play of the day, guys. And I'm going to read what I have on the on the bottom of the screen because a lot of people obviously uh, won't be able to see it if they're going to be listening to the show. I said this is my play of the day. Lots to say here. There's two horses I think they're interesting, especially the two exact West as a bomb play. There's a lot of early speed. Doesn't always develop, but if it does, I think the two day are going to come running. Betsy Blue is is the better horse. Um, but I want to talk about Exotic West, guys, which we didn't talk about the source on the show, okay? Right now, the two has got to be a price. Let me see what she is here. 14 to 1. I actually think she thought she'd be higher. Uh, this, DN this DNF line, Pete, is, I don't know about you, I have found the DNF that does not finish line remarkably good. It, yeah. it, I don't know what it is, but this horse stumbled. The horse is fine health-wise. Stumbled, dropped the rider. She's done well on dirt before. She's done well on wet dirt, and she can close. And if you're saying, well, she's more of a turf horse, take a look at these PPs, guys, as I go ahead and show the PPs here. Look at the two. Um, she's raced okay on turf. I'm just throwing it out there, okay? But more importantly, you see this race in the slop with an 81. These figs here, Pete, in the spring, this 81, 89, 84, are not far off a lot of these horses. And I know it looks the, – the last line obviously looks bad because she didn't break. But this horse also has done well um, off the layoff. So here's what I'm doing. Let me go back to my play, and I'll let you guys comment. Here's my general play, and I'll tell people how much it is in case people agree with me. I'm going to use uh, a little bit of win in place on Betsy Blue, and the, and the five to win 15 place in show would be on the two. But these last three bets is what I want to focus on. 
I'm putting the two and the eight, Pete and Kyle, in every spot in my try, hoping that one of them will be able to close and get in the money. And then you can see I'm using other horses in for second and third. This top play for 50 cents is a $48 play, I believe. And these other plays you see on the screen, the 3-4-10 with 2-8 with all and 3-4-10 with all with 2-8 are also $48 plays if you play them for a dollar. But you could play them for 50 cents. So basically, Pete and Kyle, what I need here as I bring you guys on screen is I need the two or eight basically to finish in the money anywhere. And then I'm going to play a very small $5 exact box just in case, Pete, it comes 2882. And I say, crap, I missed out on the try. Your general thoughts, maybe not about the handicapping, but about the betting aspect I'm throwing out here, Pete. No, I like both actually. As I like, I like the two. I actually had the two on our when we do our ABC grids on our power picks. I had the two on my caveman ticket and had the horse as a B, only for sort of a price sake. I really like this horse to to for a shot with a price. But I like exactly what you're doing with these bets here because you're doing it with. Two priced horses. Obviously, this one's eighteen. What did you say? The eight was sitting at nine to two. Uh, so if the you, eight is yeah, they're yeah, they're both yeah, you're sitting uh, at you're nine to two and here. eighteen yeah. to one. So if you can get a price in one of those other spots as well, I think you're in line for a for a nice try. And you're talking ninety six bucks if you played fifty cents, fifty cents on all of them. So was uh, it ninety six? Right, exactly. I yeah, don't know yeah, if yeah. I'm, I don't know if I'm going to do that, but I might. But still, um, yeah, I mean, it's not it's not overly it's not overly pricey, but you have a shot, I think, for a pretty big score. Well, it's my main vertical play of the day. Yeah, at Aqueduct, it's hard to find vertical good vertical plays today, Kyle, because there's just there's a lot of favorites. What's your overall thought, Kyle, of either this betting structure or the actual horses I'm using themselves in all spots? Yeah, and uh, not only is it your main play of the day, it's the uh, the famous Howard backwheel try, just with instead of yes. one horse, it's two horses. But reverse key um, or backwheel, no. correct? Yep, correct. So um, I really don't mind this bet, especially when you have a horse, two horses at a price like this, where even if they come in any, especially the two, if it comes in any place, let alone first, even if it comes second or third, you're still going to get a, a pretty big bump up in the try. And like you said, I mean, as for the dollar amount. Um, you know, on a day, especially like this, where you're really heavy on favorites and you're trying to find prices somewhere, you know, spending a decent amount on one race is, you know, because if you don't want to play the other ones because of your, you know, of the prices, this is just could definitely be a very viable option for some people. So I do like this strategy and especially in the case where there's multiple races where, you know, you're going to have one to one to two, three to five favorites. Plus, Kyle, Again. you don't. Oh, sorry, Howard. I was just going to say you don't have a. There's not a seven to five shot, eight to five shot in this race. So there, there's not a big favorite to where even if the favorite, who the ten is, the ten right now sitting at two. Even if the favorite comes in, I don't think it's going to drop your your payout by a ton. I mean, obviously, it depends who the the other two. If it's the favorite and then the second choice with maybe your eight, then you're not going to get a payout. But if you can get the two, even if the favorite comes in and you get some other, you know, under 10 to one shot, I think you're in good shape. I like this. I'm leaving it on the screen. Once again, if you're uh, watching this for the first time or you're still trying to interpret what you see here, I just want to reiterate one more time what everyone sees. This 10 to one in place is for the eight exclusively Betsy Blue. This five to win and then 15 place in show is specifically for the number two exotic West. And then of course you got three bets on the bottom. Each one of these bets you see 
on the screen are $48. You don't have to play the bottom two for 48. You can play for 24 or you can play neither of them. Um, I don't necessarily like hitting the all ball Pete, but I just, it's why can't almost anyone in this race could get third. I mean, and I'm sure you've been there before as says Kyle, you know, you have this wise guy opinion and then this like ridiculous 25 one shot gets in third, for example, and you don't have to try and you feel like a complete fool. So I'm willing to spend a few extra dollars because this could be the, this could get me out for the weekend and then some, even if I lose the pick five here. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I think the, yeah, I think the all button is, is, um, is can be suspect in a race depending upon it, it, there's a bunch of different factors. Depends on sort of field size. Depends on who what the odds are of the other horses. I think in a wide open race where again you're leaning on neither of the horses you're leaning on are the favorite. So if you were going hitting the all button with the favorite, then you run the risk of maybe not hitting a ticket for as much money as you'd like. But I think in the yeah you you don't want to win the two wins the race. Something else happens and a bomber runs third and you're like shoot I did everything right except some, you know, anybody can get third, like we always say. Yeah. So you just don't want that to happen. Yeah, no, I definitely don't want that to happen. Um, Kyle, I'm, I actually want to leave. Um, I'm going to be making a bet here as we're talking. So I'm going to leave my bet on the screen that I'm playing. But Kyle, talk about your top pick here. You've got seven, three, ten. Why don't you walk through the race? I'm not going to have the PPs up. But Kyle, tell us what do you think the race flow will be? Um, will, do you think the speed will develop? And what is it you like about the seven in the go for wand here, Kyle? Yeah, I mean, and I, as you pointed out, as we ran through the PPs, there is a lot of uh, horses that like to be towards the front. And that's, I'm really actually looking, even though it's a little bit slower on paper, that race two back for Dr. B, that was six and a half in the slop at Parks in a listed stake, where he ran second to a half length to Oksana at two and a half to one. That's going to be my telltale uh, race, especially like with all the rain that they've gotten at Aqueduct. Um, that in this on thir- on Thursday that um, I really think that the extra distance to the mile is going to help this horse. And like I said, hopefully it takes the slop like he did two back and um, we'll get a pretty decent price on this horse. If hopefully if it stays up in that seven to two range. Yeah. Um, Pete, I am very surprised. The four is 23 to one. Is it just, I mean, does the last race mean that much to people? I mean, this horse has got back numbers that could win this damn thing. And this Illinois bred for Castellano and Morley is 23 to one. And Morley's won big prices before. I don't, I don't understand these odds. Maybe, maybe someone knows something, but to me, WW 50 should be like eight to 10 to one to me, Pete. Well, I guess, yeah. I mean, obviously losing by 33 and a half lengths throws people off. So that's, that's one thing. Second, it was off a, it was off a trainer switch. So that leaves people a little sour taste in their mouth where the first time with the new trainer plus Morley's, 0 for 17. I don't know if that's changed today, but he's 0 for 17, at least on the PPs at Aqueduct. Oh, oh is he? Okay. Yeah, he's 0 for 17 with three seconds and zero thirds. So he's not even, okay. it's not like one of those where he's not winning, but he's hitting the board kind of thing. So I'm sure it's a combination of all those. And then in a race like this, sometimes horses just, you know, we see this where a horse just gets lost in the shuffle and floats up a bit. And it doesn't mean that they're worthy of being that high necessarily, but I mean, somebody has to be long. And in this race, 
there's not a lot of bad horses. There's not a lot of great horses. There, there's a lot of right sort of in the middle. So somebody has yeah. to, you know, you're a math teacher on the bell curve and <laughs> somebody's got to be on one end. Somebody's got to be on the other. And sometimes it's a horse where you sink on paper. Doesn't look as bad as maybe the odds are making it seem. Guys, we got a lot of people commenting. I want to give them a short stretch. We have Simon O'Neill wants to say hi to Katie and Simon O'Neill also saying hello to Kyle. Uh, again, we a lot of comments from uh, Katie um, as well. Um, we got some, yeah, talking about internet, just a little banter back and forth. Um, I'd be curious to know from everyone there that's uh, commenting in the chat, what do you guys think about this possible play for me here? This back wheel or reverse key with the two and the eight, the two closers. And if you don't like the opinion, uh, totally cool with that. You can put that in, you can put those uh, comments in the chat as well. Um, are you trifecta players out there? Are you just trying to hit the win end? Uh, Pete, as we about two minutes to post, I believe here, who's going to have the lead? Who, who, who do you think will have the lead? And can that horse wire the field? That's a good question because I think there's a lot of horses who look like they like the lead. I think you're, I think you're four. Your four WW Fitzy has a has a good shot to get the lead. I mean, I think had definitely has the speed to do it. Love in the air has shown speed, but hasn't shown speed with necessarily fast paces. So you don't know if that was just a, a byproduct of maybe being against slower horses, and that's why that's why she got the lead. So I think it's tough because I think there's horses on here with like a lot of ones. We always say you see the ones, you see the three. Yeah. Battle Bling show, has shown speed, but again, hasn't shown like flashy speed. So yeah. I feel like this could be one where it's not just one horse trying to wire. I think this could be a, hey, we see three across the track sort of going neck yeah. and neck on the backstretch, and that's one. You know, Pete, I know you're a very astute handicapper. We've talked about this. People fall in love with the ones yeah. on the program, but you got to be careful. And if you use time form, which I know Pete and I do and Kyle, when you see those blue figs, okay, they might be ones, but they're going slower. So every, every one tells its own story, I suppose, Pete. Yeah. Ones do not guarantee a fast pace. But to me, Pete, because of the way this track is and it's slop, and I'm not sure some of these horses want to take kickback. And I also, there's also some stretch out sprinters. Man, I, I gotta believe there's gotta be some pace in this race. I'm, I'm, I mean, I handicapped it for a little bit of pace, so yeah. I agree with you there. So, I mean, as someone who is looking at horses to come off, then I would appreciate a little bit of pace. We don't, you know, we don't. It's one of those where that looks like time form wise, there's a bunch of early speed, and then you hate it when it's the race where none of them go, and it's just the just the the one goes out and they get to slow a pace. Here we go, two or eight. I have no problem with two or eight. Well, I prefer the two, but if one of those gets third, that's fine. I do need three, four, ten in first. I, I'm against the seven a little bit, obviously, guys, because I don't have the seven on top in the tries. I respect your opinion, Pete, and Kyle's opinion, of course, but eh, I don't know. I'm a little bit negative to the seven. So if the seven wins, obviously, I won't hit this try, no matter what the eight and, and ten do. It looks like they are approaching the gate. Kyle, final thoughts. Who gets the lead, and uh, how is your seven going to win this race, Dr. B? I think the seven has to win this race by taking a little little bit of a stalking trip like i said that back um in that race two back at parks he actually ended up being seventh granted only a, uh, a length and a quarter like three quarters off the lead but i think he's gonna have to take up that stalking trip because as we were talking about there's a lot of horses that are going to try and vie for this lead i think so hopefully irad gets a good trip takes back let's see what happens but i'm gonna go like i said i'm gonna do a straight exacta 
I'm gonna go or I'm a straight double. I'm gonna go Doctor B into Zandon, and I'm gonna try and hit. Um, but I do have a, I'm alive to the, the three actually as well to WW Fitzy as Doctor B and Bankstang in this pick five. So let's try and get one of them home here for sure. All right, so they're all looks like the ten, the six and ten are gonna load as we're watching this, which means at home they're probably breaking from the gate very soon. I realize that we're a few a few seconds behind. It's the go for one. They're going a mile. Uh, for older Phillies and mares, this is a fascinating race. Yours truly needs the uh, two or eight to run a big race, preferably the two coming from the clouds and maybe find a way to get in the money. I also need three, four, eight, ten, Pete, to stay alive in my own personal pick five, but I'm sort of more interested in this try now because I don't think my pick five is going to come through the way I want with that last uh, result. Pete, did you did you bet this race real quick? No, I didn't. I I didn't bet anything single. I was sort of laying off. I was I was blowing my money on sports today, unfortunately, which <laughs> okay that hasn't been going much oh. better. So that sorry happened. about that. No, the that's job, all right. It's still early yet. Uh, Rosario was off the ten, but he's fine. Or excuse me, she. Well, Rosario's fine, is what I meant. Don't no drinking out there, guys. I meant the jockey, <laughs> not the horse, <laughs> Kyle. Um, yeah. Uh, looks like actually Rosario is not on Bangsting right now, but she's not going to be scratched. I don't believe they're working on something, some equipment issue. Yeah, they're, oh, they're actually the equipment oh, issue. Just... Her butt doesn't want to go in the gate. Yeah, the equipment That's, issue is the yeah. horse. That's what she, she's is. being cantankerous. Take that. Uh, our our words there from home. Um, that that's a nice word. Should be a uh, we, we didn't we didn't mention Howard that the mile at Aqueduct, you know, it's sort of just straight, and they they just sort of break from the from that shoot there, and they go straight ahead on the backstretch. So yeah. if the, you know, if you're if you're on the outside and you have a little bit of speed, you you have time to sort of work your way over, and and we didn't uh, really. Pete, talk I about will take that, but... a four two bomb, and that'll get me uh, about three or four grand. How's four that two would be <laughs> yeah four two what four two. <laughs> 11. I mean, 4 11. to 11 4 would to be 11. lovely. Yes. Right, that's that no problem. Here we go. They're about to break from the gate and the go for one. And they're off. And the three did not break great. The seven, Irad might get the lead. This might be really good for you guys, actually. Um, boy, the inside speed just didn't break. This is. Yeah, that's uh, a, everything happened exactly the opposite of, oh of what boy. we thought, Kyle. Now as, we're sitting on the lead. As, as yeah, the but that's fine for you guys. They do what it like normally is around here. Pace. <laughs> the one and three who look like they were to show speed guys are not showing speed. And selfishly for my play, that's not real good. Right now, the seven, Dr. B has the lead. You got flight to Shanghai, 22 and three. That, that That's pretty quick, even on this track. That is but, very quick. And you know what? The rain is a little bit loose. So they just decide just to go. Bang Sting is in a nice spot in third, the 10. Uh, my top choice, Betsy Blue, is in a nice spot um, in fourth. This is going to be around a 46 half, I'm guessing. 45? We'll wow. 45? 45, yeah. Wow, this is very fast. Well, Dr. B still has the lead, though. The nine is going backwards. Um, here comes Bang Sting on the outside. Betsy Blue is starting to make a run. Come on, Betsy. Come on, Betsy. Dr. Blue still has the lead. No one's really coming here. Bangsting's trying. Uh, Dr. B with the lead. Bangsting. I don't think Betsy Blue is going to be there. Oh, of course, it's going to be a wire job with your horses. Of I mean, course, we just said Dr. that, right? Dr. We, B, we 109 and 3. Unbelievable. Dr. B yeah. is going to win the go for Wand. Basically, 1 2 4 on the track. Bangsting second. Betsy Blue third. Uh, the two actually clunked up for. 
fifth. This final time is going to be fast. What is it going to be? 135 flat in the slop. Guys, great call with Dr. B. Congratulations to Pete and Kyle. Uh, Irad just outbroke the field. The one doesn't show speed. The three doesn't show speed. The four doesn't show speed. Guys, I can't handicap that. I, I don't know. I'm a little frustrated, but congratulations to you guys. Great call. Great pick. Yeah, go ahead, Kyle. I mean, you literally asked me how a horse was going to race. I was going to say stalking behind lead, and then he gets the lead <laughs> out front because no, no horses break. I mean, I'm paper. There's no way to handicap that, but it's better. Sometimes, you know what? It's better to be lucky than good, is what they say, I think. Well, maybe um, the handicapping was that Irad gets up and he sees that no one else breaks and he says, you know what? I'll take the lead. My horse is quality <laughs> and has been close. And if you're going to give it to him, if you're going to give it to, to Irad on the lead, he's going to. And the one thing with Dr. B, and I think this is one thing Kyle and I liked, was those last four races, it lost a good night, Olive, who obviously is awesome, Oksana. And Boston Post rode all good horses. Mm -hmm. So maybe this was just, you know, was happy to get a little bit of a, maybe a class break too. So, and had one, had a, had a, a second in the slop, two back to Oksana. And I think Kyle, you talked about that race, mm -hmm. ran well in the slop against a good horse, had some traffic and still almost got the win. So, I mean, I think it was logical on paper at least. Yeah, I mean, I yeah. had her as a B guy. It's not like, of course, Dr. B I have as a B. Um, I didn't think she'd be able to outbreak the field, guys. And I was concerned about distance. So what, she go off a three to one? I mean, I, I, people can, in the chat, people can give me crap all they want. People, I would never be the source three to one in this field, ever, on top. So Congratulations, anyone at the seven. Awesome job, Pete and Kyle came through for your listeners. I hope you guys had the seven. I know Matt Miller is very happy about that. Um, aggression, guys. Aggression on this track. I'd have to show the replay. I don't know if the one, three, and four just didn't break well or they got tangled up on the inside. I I didn't see the seven getting loose, guys, at all. I, well, none, actually, none of us did, to be honest, right? Mm -mm. No, I think it just looked like they didn't break for, I mean, that, that was my immediate reaction was they just didn't break. So once, once the other speed doesn't break and then no one goes and then you had, I mean, even the nine, obviously the nine held and the nine wasn't really a top quality horse and the nine even holds for fourth. I mean, the yeah. 10 was there the whole time. I mean, it was just a pure, the top of the, the top of the race horses just hung on for for the most part. And then that eight who likes the slop actually, did what did what she does she ran yeah. well enough but just was sort of too far back and never had a chance to really get into it uh, a few quick things here in the comments and i'm assuming this is correct and i apologize for not knowing for sure but i'm assuming katie is correct that irad just set the new record for the stake wins in a year I yeah they're showing the it's on the screen that's actually on the screen wow. too yeah 77 so, stakes wins single year record it says that's correct many? yeah oh we don't know how many okay um, guys, look, he, I mean, look, he's the best rider in the country. You can say what you want. You can say that he herds. You can say that he's done some really bad crap on the racetrack. I think we'd all agree with that, but he's just really damn good. I mean, you can win on any, any surface, any situation. It looked to me, Pete and Kyle, but Kyle, I'll let you talk about this. Um, it looked like this was their intent from the start. I, I don't, I have to, again, we have to watch the break and the replay, but Kyle looked like that she was being asked very aggressively right from the start. I got a feeling this is what they wanted to do in the first place. 
Yeah, I mean, that's definitely a... Um, because like we all talked about, you know, the horses on the inside, there's a lot of ones, but I know Pete was mentioning that sometimes, you know, it's just inheriting a slow type of race or there's not as good horses. So you kind of just inherit the lead like that. You know, I definitely agree. And then once Irad saw that nobody broke from his inside, he actually kind of it looked like he just didn't. He let up a little bit and just let the horse uh, do the talking. But I mean, like I said, just like you said, Irad, which they did show a number. It is 77 stakes wins this year, which is a new record. Um, but yeah, I mean, like you said, he can win from any situation and when, you know, the situation benefits him, don't give him any rope cause he'll definitely take you. You know, let's talk about our, let's talk about my try pick. Um, didn't, didn't hit, uh, because I didn't have the seven on top. I think the idea was there. I mean, the eight did ran just fine. Uh, the two actually ran pretty decent also really just the, the, this, no one was closing. I mean, I, you know, so it didn't, if you're, if you're betting a race to collapse a bit and it doesn't, obviously it's not going to happen. This is not a trifecta I want anyway, Pete. It came second choice paid in a race that we thought was $21. Wide open, right? Yeah. It paid $21 to try. So yeah, it wasn't one, it wasn't one you're upset about not hitting. So I no. think we're okay there. Yeah. I mean, it came top choice, uh, excuse me, second choice. Top choice, fourth choice. Um, Plus, what's funny, Howard, is you look at it now, and we always do this. You know, you red border, you do whatever. The seven was super logical based on some of the horses she was running against. You look at the 10. The 10 is six for eight wins, seven out of eight in the top two at Aqueduct, three out of five on the distance, four wins in the on an off track. And then the eight was five for five in the top two on an off track, six out of nine wins at Aqueduct. I mean, when you look at it, you go, ah, these top three weren't all that not obvious. And then and they ran the way the way they sort of look on paper. Yeah. Unfortunately, if you were if you were looking for a price to come in. Listen, I have absolutely no regrets if you know people want a red board and say that was a stupid play, whatever. That's fine. Uh, Pete and Kyle, you both know that that particular back wheel or reverse key play has worked very well for me in the past. Just the pace didn't develop. I mean, what are you gonna do? There's there are three horses on the inside that didn't show speed that looked like they were gonna show speed. Um, so I don't know, 70, you know, isn't that crazy guys? 77 stake wins. And who, what number does Irad win on? The seven. The number seven. Look at that. How about that? How about that? We live in a the simulation. New Rouse, just me. Seven, seven, seven. Guys, here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna take a short commercial break here. Live on catch the breath, uh, grab something to drink, use the washroom, whatever. And then we're gonna come back uh, for the big one of the day. It's the cigar mile. It is Zandon versus mind control stay tuned right here on the hhh racing podcast ladies and gentlemen we will be right back in about 90 seconds do not go anywhere thanks for joining us
This portion of the HHH Racing Podcast is brought to you by the Adelphi Racing Club. Adelphi Racing Club, offering a truly personal racing experience. Looking to own thoroughbred racehorses and win at the highest level circuits? We're not just a syndicate, and our members aren't just investors. We are partners. Experience the Adelphi difference. Join the club today. Contact us to get a taste of the Adelphi experience and come hang with us this Saratoga meet. All righty, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. We are live here on Saturday afternoon. I'm your host, Howard Kravitz, with my wonderful co-host and contributor, Kyle Roscoe, who's with us in sound today due to some tech issues. Uh, Pete, we are t- into the last race of our um telecast today although there is another race after the cigar mile in terms of the pick five the grade one cigar mile we've been waiting for this all week long pete it's uh fairly fair to say a matchup between the very talented three-year-old zandon for chad brown cutting back and mind control a game veteran who's won 1.7 million dollars right now zandon is three to five on the board mind control five to two White Abario seven to two. Let me go ahead and bring up our uh, picks on the screen. Um, and actually, Pete and Kyle, before I get to you guys, there's our picks. We got a lot of people commenting here. Let's see what we got here. Tell us what you think of the Cigar Mile in the chat, uh, everyone. Let's see. We've got. Uh, I know Matt Miller has got the pounded a double with Zandon. I think it's nine to one. By the way, uh, uh, Kyle yeah. and Pete. That is a a juicy double as far as I'm concerned. So I know Matt really needs uh, Zan in here. Christine Race, shout out to uh, Kyle Roscoe. Christine, thanks for joining the show uh, live. Let's see here. Uh, Katie is going with Zanin on top with mind control. So she's going to go uh, chalk, second chalk there. Let's get to the PPs here. Um, and Pete, I just want to see how much time we have to post. I think we're good. About 13 minutes. I think because of the weather. They're speeding things up a little, Pete. I know it, uh, the, yeah. the sun goes down pretty uh, early now. It's down early down the, on the in, east here. North. You're looking okay there. You, how's the weather in Maryland today? It's gorgeous today. I didn't even need a jacket. So oh, it was wow. raining. It was pouring this morning, but it was warm enough to where when you're outside, you, I mean, you, it's not hot or any by any stretch, but it's definitely not cold. So, and it cleared up. So, it, yeah, it looks, it looks decent out right now. Always so, sunny in the state. In the Commonwealth of Maryland. Uh, <laughs> all right. Is it a Commonwealth or is it just a state, Pete? I no, heard. just a state. Yeah. Commonwealth okay. is Virginia. Virginia is uh, the, the one so they call. What, what makes it? Yeah, that's our number. No, 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 that's what not my. What makes Kentucky and Virginia special? Why Why are they Commonwealths? It sounds somebody so in the chat. Royal. Somebody smart in the chat is going to have to answer this one. By the way, I'm watching TCU. I don't know if do we have any football fans where. Yeah. Touchdown. Oh, they let the call a push out. So we, we could potentially have two of the four playoff teams get knocked out this weekend they're down eight with three minutes to go is that the kansas just, state right yeah they just scored a touchdown but i think yeah, it's going to be what, offensive a, pa- pass a lot of people were on yep. kansas state today now yeah, that brings well ohio state it brings ohio state in the fold for sure because usc choked last night yep. but it also brings alabama in the fold. alabama right? back in yeah Who's so be- basically the the tv <laughs> the tv stations are going to like it a lot better if Al- if it's ohio state oh, alabama gosh. 
Michigan and Georgia as opposed to TCU. Well, USC would have been good for TV, but they like when Alabama and Ohio State get in there. But, yeah, they just scored a touchdown, but it got called back on All right. offensive pass interference. All right. Well, let, let, let's talk about the cigar mile, guys. Uh, here's the feeling for the cigar mile. You got double crown, 26 to 1. Big upset last time in the Kelso at 42 to 1. There's Zanin, 3 to 5 right now has won $1.4 million turning back uh, Chad Brown and Rosario. White Abario, a horse I'm a bit interested in this spot, 7-2. to two. I was hoping for a little bit of a higher price. White Abario and Irad. Maybe guys looking to wire another field at a bit, of, a bit of a middle price. Is that what people are thinking here with White Abario? Get her number, getting no respect whatsoever, 11-1, to one, coming back quickly for Pete Miller. Uh, from the West Coast in sharp form, but a move that has not worked well for Peter Miller. Obezos is scratched due to the herpes uh, outbreak in Kentucky. Outlier, a big bomb at 43 to 1 for Norman Cash. Then there's Mind Control, 3 to 1, Pletcher and Velasquez on the outside. You see our picks on the bottom of the screen. Uh, Kyle, I'll let you go first. Uh, you, uh, of the three of us that are actually on the show, we all have a different pick. So that sort of works out well, but Kyle, you're just going to go chalky here with Xander. And we said it on Thursday, but you know, it's crazy. I go with the chalk. It's nuts. Uh, but like, we've talked about it since the Derby trail. I mean, we, I, I really think that this horse is really going to benefit from a drop down in distance going back to the cutting back to the mile, I think is going to be this horse's strong suit. And hopefully, like I said, I'm hoping for more of a Jim Dandy run from this horse, putting this horse a little bit more into the mix than as of as he has been in these other races. As you see, like the Travers, he was seventh in the Pennsylvania Derby. He was 10th at one point. So I'm hoping more of a little bit of aggressive ride from Rosario. And um, like I said, I just think he's easily the class of this race, as we all know. Granted, my control is a very classy horse himself. But, um, you know, and we all know my control. This is his last race going into this. So. But like I said, I think the cutback is my main angle into this race. We've been saying it forever. I just really think that this horse is going to benefit from going shorter. As you, I mean, you can look at those last uh, two numbers going down the PPs. He actually has he has lost distance in his last four races going into the final quarter of a mile. So hopefully, like I said, it's going to start the upswing for Zanin here. And maybe I know, like we talked about. Like you guys talked to Chad Brown on Tuesday. Maybe if he does really well here, it keeps him in training and runs him in the Pegasus. That's definitely the thought. The Pegasus, $3 million, mile and eighth field, I would say a bit suspect at this point. Uh, Pete, you're going to go with mind control. Now, I did read, I wasn't sure it was DRF or Horse Racing Nation. I can't recall where I read it, but I did read for a fact the owners, Not this is not, Plot, this is not Todd Pletcher talking, the owners have been quoted in saying mind control does not like the mud. Now, every wet track is different, Pete. You look at mind control's PPs. He only has three races on the wet with one win. I would have to go back and look at that one. In fact, as we're talking, I'm going to go ahead and see if I can find that race. Yeah, when you hear, when you read something like that, what, what does that mean to you, if anything at all? I mean, we talked earlier about not always listening to what people say, but something like that makes sense because it does tie to what you see on the form as well. So there are two yeah. sloppy races, August 29th of 2020 and June 6th, 
where he ran about as bad as he's ever run. Yeah. He's only has a few bad races in his on his sheet, but those were two of the worst ones. And then the one win on an off track was on a good track. So who knows if that was good closer to fast as opposed to yeah. sloppy slash muddy. So I could see that. So yeah, that would looking at that now again, handicapping <laughs> for Thursday show, I was leaning more to a fast track looking at that now, you know, I definitely would have some reservations about the seven. I mean, again, I just like this horse is it, it, regardless of the track condition first, you like that. He likes aqueduct. He loves the distance he always runs an honest race and he's a fighter and he knows how to finish Zandon who, who always runs his race, but doesn't always finish and he can't finish horses off. So you may figure maybe in a fight, excuse me, in a fight, mind control can get the advantage. But again, I don't know if the track condition now sort of tilts the scales towards Zandon a little more. I want to talk about my top choice, white Abario in this race. I will say once again, I said this on Thursday, Zandon's absolutely the horse to beat. The fact that this track seems to be tilted a little more towards speed, guys. Um, White Abaro, this race is for the taking if Irad is aggressive. I'm guessing they're going to be aggressive. I think the cutback's also going to work well for White Abaro, guys. I want to see Irad just go for it, just like he did with Dr. B. If it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. I'm expecting White Abaro, guys, to be on the lead in this spot. Um, I'm going to be playing, um, I'm out of the pick five for full disclosure to everyone. Uh, that's fine. Uh, you know, think that, that happens. This pick five is not really going to be paying anything special here. I suppose if you beat Zanon, it could be okay actually, but, um, it's not gonna be anything spectacular unless a bomb comes here in the, um, this leg or the next leg. I'm going to play a Dutch exacta and Matt Miller. I'm going to show your, uh, suggestion in the chat because it's good with betting strategy. Let me go ahead and bring us a full screen here. Pete, I'm going to play a Dutch exacta. For those people that don't know what that means, I am not going to box the 2-3. Folks, boxing does not make any sense. I don't want to be disrespectful, but if you want to be a good money manager and a good better, there's no reason to box two horses in exacta. See what one pays. The one that pays less, you should bet that one more so that no matter how it happens, you get the same money back unless Pete and Kyle you really love one way over the other. I personally don't love one way or the other. I'm going to look at the exactas here when you guys are talking here in a minute, and I'm going to bet a Dutch exacta. So, for example, if the Zanin White Azario exacta, let's just say, is $6 for a dollar, and the White Abario Zanin exacta is 12 for a dollar, so let's say it's twice as much, I'll bet twice as much in the exacta with Zanin on top as with white Abario. That's what a Dutch exacta means, everyone. So either way, I'll get about the same money back. Pete, white Abario, what kind of shots you give him? Does the track or IRAD's possible intention or your newly found information on white on mind control change your thoughts at all on the chances of white Abario? Yeah, I didn't, I didn't necessarily love the horse. I mean, I like the horse as a, I thought it had a shot because he, he's good when he can get on the lead or, or maybe closer to the lead and maybe, you know, cutting back a bit could be beneficial. There isn't, a, there isn't like a ton of speed here. I mean, mind control is pretty quick and, and goes towards the top sometimes as well, but there wasn't a ton of speed. So if white Abario could set that pace, the weird thing about white Abario, I mean, he's only run nine times. He's never been on an off track, so he could completely hate it for all we know, 
or yep. he could pl- completely take to it and run away, which would be fantastic for you if you if you have the three. I just think he's he's been sort of inconsistent. He runs his best races generally where he's won. He's only won at Gulfstream. So that was always a concern for me as well with this horse because I like this yep. horse on the Florida Derby Trail. But then when he got off of it, I mean, he ran well in the Ohio Derby, but he didn't run. You know, you th- you were hoping for more out of a race like that because he was sort of yeah. one of the class horses in that race. So I know Kyle was talking about the three, I think, on or maybe that was you or I forget which one was saying, hey, he got to the lead in the Pennsylvania Derby. He ran strong. He didn't hold, but he also didn't hold against Taba, Zandon and Cyberknife. So maybe if he gets an advantageous pace, he takes to the condition you can get something seven to two is a little low. I mean, it's a short field. There's not a ton of depth in it. So seven to two is a little low based, just based on performance. But I mean, you only have so many options in this race and some of the longer shots, I just don't think could beat Zandon head to head. So. Yeah. I just put in my exact as we're talking here. I, like I said, I dutched it accordingly the way I want to. The exactors are not bad. The exact, we got two minutes supposed to, I don't want to keep you up and, uh, let me just look, folks. I, wanna, I saw it was six. It was I mean, six it with one the two. Yep. Six with the two, right? And and nine with the three on top. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it could change. After my bet, it could change. Yeah, <laughs> obviously, with the millions you're going to put down, I'll obviously yeah, I mean, swing the listen, odds. So. I mean, if I don't like mind control, yeah. Pete, and I think Zandon's going to win. Kyle, if I don't like mind control, and I think Zandon's going to probably win, what's wrong with getting six to one on the most likely second choice in the race, in at least my opinion? And if something weird happens the other way, I get nine to one. Um, I could get out for the day after my disasters, pick five and try uh, choices. Well, absolutely. And I know someone in the chat would have a very uh, inclination on that type of value play, but um, yeah, there's absolutely nothing wrong with six to one. You know, I mean, even if you're playing it for something as low as five, 10 bucks, I mean, six extra money is definitely not anything to sneeze at, especially, you know, when you have a horse as strong as Zandon as it looks in this spot and white Barrio who looks Hope maybe to get a pace advantage in this race. I think it's a definitely a definitely a great play. And like you said, if Irad pulls a Doctor B and wires the field somehow here, I mean nine to one is definitely you know. And even if it it could float up even you know to ten to one, eleven to one. So absolutely nothing wrong with getting that bang for your buck. Um, Jim Plar said TCU just tied the game. Is that correct? They did. The TCU tied it, and then wow. um, okay. K-State now has the ball right. and is well, and is, uh, they, they punted, so it was 38 seconds left. So probably going right. to go to time. Well, they are about to go to the gate for one of the last grade ones of the 2022 racing season. This is the grade one cigar mile. I'm personally going three, two as my top two. Pete, real quick, your top two. Well, I'm going to, I'll stay. I mean, I originally said seven, <laughs> two, so I'll stick with it, even though I, I don't necessarily like it with this on this track condition. Okay. And Kyle, your top two real quick. I went, I went to, um, I like two seven, but I do think white Barrio could get a pace advantage here. So, but also okay. two seven, I'll stick with my, right. uh, my chalk as normal. They're in the gate. <laughs> I read, please send white Abario and just be aggressive. And if he falls apart late, so be it. That's what I want Ira to do. They're in the gate for the grade one cigar mile. Here we go, boys and girls and anyone else out there. And they're off and white Abario breaks. Okay. Mind control actually outbreaks everyone and is being sent aggressively, but now the speed inside 
of White Barrio is meaningful. The six absolute bomb outlier is going to get the lead. Mind control in a comfortable spot, as is White Barrio. Zandon is shuffled back to second to last, guys, um, but is in the clear, Pete. I guess he's pretty comfortable, but he's going to have to come from second to last. Yeah, but it's second to last and, you know, behind four horses. So th- this is this is nothing he hasn't made up before. I mean, the key for him is just finishing. I think he can get into position to win the race usually. It's just the yeah. point of whether he can finish them off. They're approaching the far third. Zandon's at a bit of a tricky spot in between. Outlier still has like a three-length lead. Mind control is now cutting into the margin for Velasquez. Get her number with Saez on the outside. Uh, on the inside, you got White Abaro. Guys, it's pretty much anyone's race. 46 and 2. White Abaro on the inside. Looks like it has horse in the gray. Zanin just swung wide. Come on, get through on the inside, White Abaro. Get through. Now, what do you have? White Abaro just cut the corner. Uh, get her number. Zanin on the outside. Not sure he's getting the right now. It's White Abaro. Uh, get her number. Mind control. I don't know if Zan's getting there. Come on, fight White Abaro. It gets at least a win. Oh, no, it's going to be mind control. Or get her number. Mind control. Get her number. Mind control. Mind control. What mud? What mud? Pete. What mud? With mind control, his last start ever goes out a winner. Zandon, a disappointing fourth. See, I guess the one thing I said that was useful was when you get mind control in a fight, man, he's tough. And he he fights the down the lane no matter what. He broke beautiful. He got a perfect spot behind cheap speed, which is always you don't need the lead if you're sitting behind a 58 to one shot who you assume you're better than. So having the seven sort of sit the pocket or sit right behind. Um, he did what he was supposed to do. Yeah. The hell with the with the owners. What do they know about their horse? <laughs> um. <laughs> Man, I, I don't uh, – well, uh, Kyle, let's get your quick thoughts here on this race. Yeah, I mean – God. It's – like, I don't know if you saw it on the uh, the race while the race was running like I did. Uh, but actually, Zandon got – it was – he got in behind. I think it was get her number, and he just – he threw away, like, in the – like, he didn't like the kickback or something like that. It's, he was closing up to get her number, but um, yeah, just pointing a really nice run. For, speaking of get her number, a really nice run coming off of you know two weeks rest for um, for a California horse out here. So especially really ran in the slop. So credit all to credit all to him. But mind control, like Pete said, an absolute fighter, and what a way to go out. I mean, Pete got her number actually took a slight lead. I would say mid stretch. Yeah, mind control just fought back. Credit to Pete Miller. This was a huge effort at a big price. Probably didn't deserve to be that big, but fantastic ride also. Um, what I gather from this race are several things. Um, mind control is his game as can come. What a great ride, by the way, by Johnny V. We'll put this horse in the right spot. They're watching the head-on here. Well, I was watching the head-on. They just took it off. Um, fantastic job by mind control. Outlier really messed up the race for me selfishly um it, if outlier wasn't sent hard i think what buyer gets the lead i don't know if he wins pete the inside has not been the place to be today what barrio i mean you people are saying howard what barrio no excuses i can understand that argument but the reason why there's a gaping hole on the inside pete 
because they were staying off the rail, right? So yeah, on purpose. I thought White Barrio actually backed up my opinion. I, I, I'm at very happy with his effort. He ran huge. He was on the worst part of the track, lost by three-quarters of length without getting the lead. I think the, the main story, obviously, other than mind control, Pete, is Zanin, who was a little bit in tight in the backstretch, not comfortable. Is it the slop? He just didn't fire. Does he want longer? I, I, I mean, he lost by, what, two and a half, three lengths, but you have to be disappointed if you're the connections here. Well, a couple things on what you said. First of all, you see the message from Matt Miller, go out for a great dinner tonight and send me the bill. Wow. Yeah, I got, I got some, I got some room in here, Matt. We might break the bank if you, if you uh, really want to. He said he's not, he's bill. not kidding oh, about that, Matt. So uh, uh, Pete, but, get, no, that, I, that nice steakhouse in the area. I recommend you take the whole family out there. I know I shouldn't have ate as many carbs as I did for lunch. I would have left some room if I would have known that was going to happen. I would have had a salad or something, <laughs> but the, the funny thing, Howard, what you talked about. So, if you base it just on sort of figures, mind control and get her number right there with Zandon, White Barrio seems to be a step below these horses. And that's the way he ran. He ran his race and he's just a little bit behind some of these horses. And, and it showed today he just couldn't get there. Zandon, Zandon is an eternal disappointing horse for some reason. Like he runs a decent race. The funny thing was when you were talking to Chad Brown on Tuesday didn't it get the sense that they originally thought about, hey, he's had a long campaign. We're not really sure we're going to go. Like, I thought I got the sense that he wasn't necessarily, he, he sort of said the training, he was training well enough to sort of keep him going. But he had also had a bunch of races, especially for what, you know, what horses do these days. I mean, he's, he's sort of run a pretty full season. So I, I, I wondered I if. Maybe well, he's tired. I, I, not, I did not get that impression. I'll just be honest with you, Pete. I okay. sort of got the impression that they thought he liked to turn back and it was a good spot. And um, I agree, really it was a good spot, but I didn't know. I, I thought I, maybe I heard it different, or maybe I'm misremembering, though. Uh, misremembering, I love that. Uh, what a great phrase that is from back <laughs> in the day. Uh, don't get me started on that. Um, I think they were pointing to the spot. I know they weren't planning on going to the Breeders' Cup. There wasn't a race in the Breeders' Cup that they really liked. So I, I don't think they have any excuses other than maybe the wet and a little bit weird trip on the backstretch. I'd have to watch it again. I think he angled out into the clear, though, in the stretch. No, he, he, I, I can't enough, see right? an excuse. Yeah, I just think he wasn't no. good enough today, which is it's just weird, too, because he usually – I mean, he always hits the board, obviously. I mean, he's this is his first time yeah. off the board, which is funny because it's the it's probably the worst field he's faced, and it's his first time off the board, which is, you know, would has to be disappointing for the connections. So now you wonder, now you almost have to just completely reevaluate what you do with this horse. Um and maybe they should have had him closer. Who knows? He was he was back, but again, it's a short field, cheap speed up front. He should. I, I don't think there's any excuse, really. I think he has to. No, I. Okay, so Kyle. Uh, whoop, sorry, let me take uh, this off. Christine race. Kyle, um, I'm going to put you in some owners and trainer shoes here. You, uh, you have a piece of, of some horses with Crowns Wave Racing. Uh, I have some horses with the Delphi. Let's, let's put the ownership shoes on here, Kyle. If you were a part owner or had some control of Zandon, off of this effort and knowing what is potentially in the race, in the Pegasus, would you point to the Pegasus, Kyle? It is a really good question, isn't it? Because like we've been talking about, it, it's not the That's why I get paid the big bucks for it, Calvin. What the hell? What it looks like from the condition of the 
Pegasus. Well, that's no, that's right. You know, horse owners, you know, we get it, right? But uh um <laughs> but it's just gonna be it 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 really is gonna be up to the connections. I really do enough in this fact that he didn't run a varied race today. A disappointing as Howard is the his nose down. Uh, Kyle, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, Kyle, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna mute you, Kyle. You're all over the place, Kyle. Hey, hey, Howard, something. you need to pay for Wi-Fi just outside of your office there. I mean, what's going on at this so place? Pete, I mean, I, I know, don't know how much spread you know it out about, a little bit. Pete, I don't know how well you know about technology, but since we're in the same house, I'm on the same Wi-Fi. Yeah, I know. You must be. You must have like <laughs> so, a little cheap router me. that only works right next to you. I don't know what's going on there. I, I think mean, it's his camera. I think it's he's using the camera for the uh, computer. He's not using. <laughs> I don't know. Um, Pete, I'll answer my own question. Like. Like Kyle's surprise, I'm asking a good question. I mean, what the hell? It's only episode 211 here, and somehow we've lasted. Well, good question uh, was a bit of a stretch. I mean, it was a pretty obvious one, but we'll let it slide. Go ahead. <laughs> well, one of the reasons why we last is because the great picks by the wonderful Pete Visco, who has now had two two picks in a row. Correct, Pete? Yeah, yeah. Two there for two. Go. Sevens. Job, I'm rolling, rolling sevens. Rolling. Crap table, seven's you know? the number today. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm watching Gulfstream on the channel. I should bet the seven right now. Um, actually, I love the one at Gulfstream, but anyway. People don't believe in me probably anymore. Um, I'll answer that question for myself, Pete. I would absolutely go. I mean, it's $3 million. The horse is feeling fine. Um, why wouldn't you go? I mean, I, I don't – I guess you have to see the field, right? You got you to see what happens. But I, I would if – if the horse is feeling okay, I would personally go. Um, yeah, going and losing isn't a thing as long as the horse is yeah. – it, the horse isn't just worn down from a from a long season, but I mean, I'm looking at the field, at least the you know the the probable or possible field. You got Proxy who ran really well last time that you had Cyberknife who you know had run well, but also is coming off a pretty grueling season. Informative Cody's Wish Simplification White Abario Charge It would be interesting. O'Connor and Brooklyn strong, not exactly the 27 Yankee lineup there. So I think the, um, I think, yeah, I think if he comes out, okay, eh, take a shot, see what happens. But I don't know. I think, I don't know what you do with a horse like this. He could just be a perpetual, you know, perpetual let's hit the board type and, and just doesn't get one of these great big grade one wins under his belt. Yeah. Um, I, I would go, um, is the seven, Guess who won a Gulfstream? Seven. Take a guess. The seven. Seven. What, what is going what was, on? What were the odds? What were, I don't want to know right now. No matter what track you're playing, bet the freaking seven horse. What, what were the odds? Was it a long shot or was it a? So wait, we've seen seven now. By the way, it was the first time started like four to one. I think. Wait. By the way, Howard, my top seven choice to in the last race is the seven. Non coincidentally. In the last race at, at uh, Aqueduct, the seven. at Aqueduct, I have the seven so Skylander sitting at eight to one. I mean, what am so, I even looking at my PPs? Yeah, don't even look. Just, just right bang here. that horse right now. Absolutely. Um, yeah, so it'll be interesting to see. Kyle, I'm going to try to bring you back. I'm going to bring you back on Kyle here with the sound. <laughs> here you go, Howard. Um, we'll try <laughs> there one you more go, Simon. <laughs> hey, Simon. Simon, Gordon play 77. Skylander right here. You got to do it. There you go. Um, Kyle, it's, I'm going to let you have a, uh, a say here. I'm going to take you off the screen. Final thoughts, Kyle, about uh, what we saw today, the great stakes. We saw... Um, obviously, the dam was up, which we didn't see. Um, very talented sister of Malathot, but we saw the Remsen uh, with a, a bit of a, an upset there with WL. Um, we saw Dr. B win. And then, of course, we saw Mind Control 777, Kyle, in our races today. 
Nothing like good old slots to pull you back into the casino later tonight. But uh, yeah, that sounds like Optimum. Uh, uh, but, you know, like I said, I mean, it's one of those days for me where it's kind of, you know, you're right. It's the worst days. It's you're right there. I had Dub and in second. I like Dr. B. Zandon ran disappointing. But those are the worst days, but you know, you pull through with it and hopefully we can get this last horse home. I know Howard loves the five. I'm now on the five that the three scratched. So, but again, you know, it's one of the best days we have after the breeders cup. So, you know, it's just like this come out. Absolutely. Uh, Kyle, I'm take it off the screen. Really. Thanks. Apologize to everyone. We didn't see Kyle's lovely mug today, but we get to hear the docile tones of a Kyle Roscoe lease. Kyle, thanks for joining the show, buddy. I'll see you in uh, a few minutes in, in two rooms over. <laughs> Thanks, Kyle. Take care. <laughs> All right, Pete. Uh, your final thoughts today, other than the weird numerical 777, um, what does this pick five look like it's going to pay? might be okay. Yeah, I didn't even – actually, I'm glad you said that. I didn't even look I'll at look right the, now here. Yeah, uh, to your like... seven. Are you alive, if I may ask? No, I did not play. I, I was I was busy you this just morning. You gave all these winners. You're I not know. alive, Pete. What well, the that's hell? Well, that's why they're winning, because I have no <laughs> – actual cash on them i mean otherwise uh, they would okay. be all so it's funny because the first leg of the pick five by the way the seven ran dead last so they're either top or bottom so we'll see where it's Pete, going the here pick five to the seven is fifteen hundred i know that was my top choice that yeah. sounds like about your dinner meal that you'll be signing to matt miller i mean that's night. probably my half i'll have to see if my wife wants to spend another fifteen hundred <laughs> and then we'll sort of double it up and i believe the don perignon will be flowing at the Visco. <laughs> dinner table tonight i'm sure matt won't mind uh they pick five to the five you know these pay okay and the reason why they pay okay is because zandon lost and because well, we uh, said Tuskegee Airmen. so two of the three possible singles we talked about lost and out of fairness we talked about this on the show thursday i think the one single we were most confident with did win and that was the demoiselle we didn't show the race here live but yeah the other two we were a little bit uh, shaky on and it's amazing what happens. You can beat Big Chalk in a, in a horizontal sequence. Beat. Yeah, we talked about that where, you know, that that's all you need. You try and beat one. If you can beat two, fantastic. Then, I mean, then you're then you're then you're cooking a little bit. Yeah, I feel bad. My my pick five in the power picks, the caveman and my A ticket didn't have the seven Dubonel. That was the one that I didn't okay. have. And again, I probably would have put that horse on the grid at least if I knew it was a sloppy track going in. So I feel bad just from a pick standpoint, but I had the three, five, seven here. I still, I like the seven. I mean, again, when I, don't, I didn't look at it for, from a sloppy perspective, but I think this was a day where at least we saw one horse who could potentially be a superstar in Julia shining. I mean, that horse yeah. needs to clean up some of that early race difficulties or greenness, but I think that horse can be anything once she straightens some of that stuff out. For what it's worth, on the bottom of the screen are our picks. I'm going to take them off. There's our picks, everyone. I'll let the scroll run one more time. The three is out, by the way. These are our picks from our Thursday show. So those of you looking at the bottom of the screen for our picks in the last race at Aqueduct, which we're not going to show because we're going off the air here in just a minute. The three horse is scratched. I really like the five in this spot. I think the five will wire the field. Pete, as we go off air, the five, my top choice, will probably just run off the screen, but I won't be here to share with everyone because that's the way well, it goes he, sometimes. She, uh, he, this one's a he, he wired in his only, in his time on the slop, the one time he ran in the slop, it was an off the turf race. He did wire the field. So if you, if that happens again, you'll be, you'll be happy. So 
hopefully yeah. for you that would that'll come true. There's a couple other horses that ran in the slop, so you know keep an eye out for that because I didn't look at the odds. What are the odds right now? What are we saying? Major spin five, five to two. two. Yeah, yeah. My seven is sitting at seven to one. The one thing I like there for anyone listening was the Engelhart Dylan Davis combination. So this horse has been a little bit up and down. Thirty one percent wins with um Engelhart Davis combo in dirt sprints. Now this horse doesn't have any experience on an off track at all. So we don't know if that's going to work, but I did like that, that uh, trainer jockey combo and you're getting a nice price right now. There you go. Uh, Pete Visco. Fantastic job. Great. Congratulations, sir. On your, on your picks. Enjoy that nice gourmet dinner on Matt Miller <laughs> tonight. You'll have to show us the bill or send us the, the feedback <laughs> uh, on what happens there. And, and knowing Matt, he is serious. Let's just say that uh, that mind control win worked out well for him. It's no one's, I don't want to, give more details. It's, it's no one's business, but uh, I'm just looking at his texts. Uh, Good yeah, work. That Matt. worked out just, that worked out just fine for him. So nice work. Uh, Matt. So anyway, uh, this has been a fantastic show. It's been episode 211 of the HHH racing podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm not sure when we're going to be on live next. Um, it might not be till next Thursday. This is why you have to subscribe to the YouTube channel. This is also why you need to hit the notification bell. So you don't have to keep checking to see when we'll be on. So we will have obviously a show uh, next week, possibly two shows. But we really appreciate you joining our live broadcast on Cigar Mile Day as Mind Control in his last start wins the grade one Cigar Mile. For Pete Visco, this has been your host, Howard Kravitz. Everyone, please enjoy the rest of your weekend. Thanks for joining us. Have a great day. Take care. Bye-bye. See you. Everybody. Thank you.